and welcome to the Thundercast. Your no-so crew goes on a little deep dive for WCW second show, Thunder. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel, and I'm here alongside with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. I forgot my hello thing. What do I do? <laughs> That's it. Okay. <laughs> I thought I had a certain, like, catchphrase. And I... No, no, the, your catchphrase most time is, what is it? <laughs> oh, yeah, cool. No Cells Living Legend. Nailed my... it again. <laughs> All right. No Cells Living Legend. Mike Booble. Hi, everybody. Guys. We are, oh yeah, take your bow, take your bow. You were super over in Lubbock. I mean. Super. That's over. Not, he had to do two. I mean, two. he hates minorities and women. I mean, it's his fan base. Lubbock, Texas, <laughs> then you August. Then think Lubbock, Texas would be so hot on him. Yeah, Lubbock, Texas, 1999, August 19th, WCW Thunder. Guys, before we move on, rumor has it, this is our last Thundercast. You it guys, is, it is. I can it's weird. That. It's the last Thundercast. It's, the, it's weird. Are we fired? Did Zen no. fire us? No. 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 It's a promotion. Uh, it's a promotion. <laughs> In a way. Uh, well, I mean, more work. But. More work. But, guys, it's the last... What kind of promotion is that? Oh, it's a Walmart promotion. That's a little bullshit. <laughs> it's a Walmart promotion. <laughs> <laughs> no more pay, but more work. Damn it. Son of a bitch. It's the last Thundercast. You know, it's weird. Like, we're in the in the middle of the the Attitude Era. Nitro and Raw, all this, and then... You're flogging a dead horse. Let's go to the show. God damn it. I'm just saying. You're flogging a dead horse. It's weird that we're... we're, we're, we're we got that SNL subtlety hammer going on right now. I'm just trying to. <laughs> Fine, Corey. Let's move on with this Listen show. Here, Peter Davison. You just let, shut up. <laughs> let's get it. Let, smack it down in a minute if you don't Can we uh, get into this show and talk about... I've been hoping. Buzz Stern. Okay, let's get into... Coach Buster. So about the Thundercast. <laughs> Last show. You know, if you guys... If you guys don't bring it up, we can't get to it. I know you don't want to get to it, but if we just start talking about it, it'll be over faster. That's what she said. But, Let's get into But it's a great episode, right? I don't... It's weird. <laughs> yeah. What a weird show this was. It's a great episode. So let's start off with weird. commentary. Guys, Kevin Ash is no longer with WCW. That's he, true. He retired. Yeah. Sid is now 61 and 0 somehow. <laughs> Fun fact, my favorite number. It's funny. Uh, what happened was uh, there was an indie show in town. He just showed up and power bombed everybody. Checks out. Added some victories. So let's get it let's get into this night with our first match of the night. Silver King versus Psychosis. Okay. Well, Silver Sarah. King comes out to a ton of booze. What did Silver King do to Lubbock, Texas? You know how I know we're in Texas? Lucha matches. Lucha matches, yeah. The only time they put luchadors on Thunder yeah, yeah, is when yeah. they're in Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tanae keeps bringing up how Psychosis is a former Cruiserweight champion. And ever since that, he's been showing himself off like a champion. Guys, you know what he week? you know he won the championship in April. <laughs> we're, in a, week? we're in uh we're in August, and he he is a champion's champion. Uh, fast action match. Uh, Psychosis does a jumping headbutt over the top rope to the outside. It's a bold uh, move. Uh, the match goes for a bit. Uh, Psychosis goes to the top rope for Hurricane Rana, but our man Sid comes out, and uh, Psychosis tries to jump on Sid, but Sid just uh, reverses that into a power bomb. Then he power bombs Silver King, and then we get a Sid promo. Sid is going to say uh, uh, why he does this thing, but the crowd keeps chanting Goldberg, and he's like, "Yeah." That's why. 
I'm already kind of waffling on Sid here. Really? It was cool for one night. I don't need to see it every show for like a month, mm-hmm. which I fear we're going to. Because that's the only way conceivably to get his win record and it's anywhere yeah. near Goldberg. Also, uh, it, 72 hours ago, it wasn't a Melgo work. Plus. So he got what he wanted and lost. He didn't really get what he wanted. Plus, uh, I kind of want to see Psychosis and Silver King finish the match. I mean, know? there is that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sid goes on to say about how uh, he's uh, he's doing this because he's going to destroy Goldberg's record. In the year 2000, the year 2000. Go, uh, Sid's name will be alongside the greats of Babe Ruth. Can you imagine that? No. Uh, Michael Jordan, can you imagine oh, he's that? He's already better than Michael Jordan. So. <laughs> uh, Sid will continue this because his name will be, be compared to all those men. Think about what you just said. And you're not... Necess- no, yeah, you're not wrong. But... Babe Ruth was the first one mentioned. Nothing about his less than stellar uh, back story. But Jordan was the one where it's like, yeah, you piece of shit. Think about the ground that covers. Yep. Yep. Uh, Sid will be the Millennium Man. Babe Ruth didn't get his father murdered. That's all I'm saying. And Sid loves the people, too. That's true. Um, he d- and then Sid goes off saying he doesn't know what number he's at. But um, Excellent. Neither do we, Sid. At 66, I'm going to shake all over. Goldberg would be shocked when his record would be broken. So does he think Goldberg's record is going to 66? Maybe that's just a special number to Sid, and it gives him the, the willies. I Softball number. Lo- love the fact that it, you know. Ten- I have no idea what it is. Tanae, 10 minutes ago, he's 61 and 0 somehow. Sid now, I don't even know where I'm at. Well, in all fairness, Tanae would be the one who would actually have an accurate oh, of count course, on, yeah. on their count. So let's count on this upcoming match. Al Green... Versus Corey's favorite, Shane Douglas. Hmm. Of all the Al Green matches I've watched this week, this is my least favorite. Uh, Al Green's laying on the ground, uh, face down, and then Shane, uh, Douglas hits like a reverse snap mirror. That did not look safe. No. At well, all. Shane Douglas wrestling, it probably isn't safe. Uh, Al Green looked better than Shane Douglas. I mean, uh, oh, yeah. A lot of headlocks in this match. I thought he said Nash was out of WCW. Where the fuck is Al Green still here? <laughs> One more week, brother. Contracts, buddy. <laughs> Uh, however, Douglas wins with the pit, uh, Pittsburgh plunge. Um, Douglas, a highlight, Douglas throws Green off the railing and lifts him uh, up, and uh, then th- this throws him into the post on the outside. Guys, on Monday, we're going to get a new uh, music video by the West Texas Rednecks. Oh, goody. Good I'll be sure, to, boys. be sure to tune in for that. The only problem is, between Thunder and Saturday night, I think I've seen the entire video. Yeah, during the whole night. So during the whole night, they do show... Video like uh, coming this uh, upcoming Monday. However, it's like they do the start other, middle. Work, right? Yeah, no, they no. don't. It's WCW. Same way their highlight packages work. Here's the match. I'll talk about that on Saturday night. <laughs> uh, we get a promo with me and Gene on the ramp. Rick Steiner's not good enough, so here comes Rick, and he gets to be on the ramp and so in the ring. Uh, out, of, out of the blue, every member of the Revolution wants a title shot for the TV title, including the U.S. champion. Sure. Why not? Seems backwards. Uh, Steiner tells them that they need to go see their mama because he's going to beat them up and beat up their mama. Yeah, that's the the cat's gimmick. Wait a minute. The yeah. dog is ripping off the cat's gimmick. Yep. Gene is trying uh, wants to talk about like who he would like to fight, and Rick doesn't care. It's like I'll fight them all. He Who's going to come down? And then he like heads to the ring. At least he's being a, he's shooting on it. Yeah, yep. he's like I don't. I'll fight them all. But then he goes to the ring. <laughs> but he ha- his matches later on tonight. Let's go to our first weird promo. 
Buzz Stern, Coach Buzz Stern. He's a new wrestler coming from uh, out of the power plant. He has uh, one rule. He's always right. The three S's, sweat, sacrifice equals success. But that, does it? Who is this Buzz Stern? Glacier. What? Yep. It's Glacier. Excuse me? Yeah, yep. You know, blood runs cold. Yeah, yeah. I do it's, know. Uh, I do. I know uh, of a glacier. Yeah, well, it's, it's Glacier. It's Glacier. But... Remember when he gave his little equipment up yeah. in April? Yeah. It was yeah. to start teaching uh, phys ed in high school. Because so. that's the new gimmick. So, okay. So, we have Alex Wright. Oh. And we're going to... And so, maybe tweak the character. We're just going to change his name to Berlin. Yeah. yeah. We have Glacier. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple months ago, we're going to sell all his stuff to maybe tweak... To Kaz Hayashi. To yeah. Kaz Hayashi <laughs> to tweak. That tweaked his character a little bit for him to just walk around in Glacier gear. he gave it up like two weeks later. Yes. Yep. So we're going to tweak Glacier by changing his name and have him be a PE coach in elementary school. Yep. Mm-hmm. Checks out. Yep. WCW, everybody. Not, not, not doing good. Hmm. Maybe they did need her, so I can't believe Jeez. I'm saying this. But <laughs> wow. I, I have thought it. I honestly did not know that. That. So I have I've contemplated that very Ooh. thought. I honestly did not know about that because when I saw this pro, I'm like, I was so like flabbergasted that I'm like, I wasn't even paying attention. Like, Just how lame the gimmick is. Who the fuck's like, this guy? Yeah, why is yeah. this 1993 gimmick here? Yeah. Uh, 1993 WWF gimmick. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I'm like, why is this even he should here? Be fighting the goon next week. He should yeah. be fighting like Bastion Booger. Here comes the Mantar. Yeah. <sighs> wow. Yep. Okay, so Glacier's coming back as Coach Buzz Stern. <sighs> <laughs> it's just the beginning, you know what I mean? Like we're getting like we're getting in closer and closer to what we really want to watch. Yep. It's just think it's, of it's like, almost there. It's almost there. The very first time they showed a glacier promo, you're like, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. Who's this guy? Juxtaposed with the very first time you see Coach Buzz Stern. <laughs> My first thought was kinda like to have Glacier back. Yeah, is Glacier so, around. <laughs> yeah. If, he, if, if Coach Stern does not come out wearing their short, short red shorts, okay, I may be uh, disappointed. That is the outfit. Awesome. awesome. Yellow gloves? No. <laughs> He's not a good old boy. How, how short, short? Is it going to be short? that are short, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can't yeah, wait apparently for... he's, a, he's a PE teacher out of 1976. Yep. Does his, coal, his, does his blood run cold? Probably because it's cutting off supply to his boys. <laughs> This is good old boys. Good old. <laughs> yeah, it's Monday night. Let's move right. on to our next six-man tag. Stephen <laughs> Regal, Dave yep. Taylor, yep. and Chris Adams. Hell yeah. Well, All right. Uh, so here we it's go. Weird, weird at the end there. As Meatloaf once famously said, two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> Versus Bobby Blaze, what? Adrian Bird, uh-huh. and Dave Burkhead. Uh, uh, as I like to call them, Team Saturday Night. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who the fuck are any of these people? Uh, well, two of them are trainees from the power plant, and then Bobby Blaze is a journeyman wrestler who were, uh, did jobs in WCW in the early 90s, went to Smoky Mountain and became their heavyweight champion and kind of a gimmick. Well, it was a gimmick where the complete underdog wins okay. against Jerry Lawler, who was doing you know comedy shit, and the ring didn't last long. It was gotcha. just a papa, papa couple weeks. And... Um, of course, now he's here because everybody's not contracted to ECW or WWF. Apparently, he just gets a deal now in '99. And you WCW. worked Thunder. Yep. All right. Not sure why they're working Thunder, other than the fact that the other team def- definitely is winning. Uh, before we move on, Corey, did you watch the 
your DVDs? I did. Okay. Uh, during this match, Sine brings up the dysfunction of the NWO, which we witness on that's the... A, that's a way to put it. Yeah, that we witness in the uh, <laughs> Monday Night War stories, which you can listen to here yes. at com. And then they bring up that they attack Brian Adams. He's out of the group. However, Brian Adams enters a limo mm-hmm. with a KISS license plate. Yes, they And do. by the way, guys, KISS performs on this upcoming Nitro. I heard they only said that one or two or 15,000 times this episode. I wonder what that means with Brian Adams going into a Kiss concert, uh, Kiss limo, because that is something we didn't he see. He was blowing Gene Simmons. I was going to say, maybe idea. he's also got a really long tongue, and Ooh. therefore the women love him for his cunnilingus skills. Yep. Mm. That's not where you thought I would go with that. Huh? Not one damn bit. Uh, let's go back to the cunnilingus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this was a squash match. Uh, yes. I, you would fucking hope. However, however, I'm going to be, I'm, I, know, I know I'm an outlier here. I enjoyed this match because the British guys, and even though Chris Adams can go pound sand, they did an excellent job of being what a heel team should do. They cut off the ring great, multiple like double teams behind the rest back while they cut off the ring, the one guy distracting while the other two do their damage. On that basis alone, I actually really enjoyed this. Uh, to me, this felt like a handicap match of four on three with Charles Robinson sometimes helping because of that fact yeah. of them. Uh, getting the other guy to come in the ring, and then like Robinson's holding them back while they're allowing the triple double team. It was your classic yeah. old school heel uh, distraction stuff. And what, I loved it. It was a thunder special Cause, squash because you don't see it anymore. You in don't. wrestling. And so that's I actually uh, I was going to bring that up because it doesn't fit because you don't see it anymore. It's such a weird. That's why I would do it more often. Match. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know that I would necessarily. Dislike seeing it more, maybe with people who have names that I know would be ideal. Hmm. But uh, <laughs> one of my uh, one of my favorite spots in this match was Blaze is trying to do a sunset flip on Regal, and the teammates hold him up, and then Robinson oh, comes. The school spot and Robinson there. comes and knocks both hands, and, and then gets like Regal's like his like he was flapping like he was gonna fly before he falls down. Yeah, so classic. This is good. Heel. How uh, I will say this. Fit Finley to Chris Adams is maybe the most drastic downturn in quality um, that I can think I've ever seen in wrestling. Mm. Having said that, though, yeah, I don't know, at least they're still pushing Taylor and Regal a little bit, I guess. Well, I mean, there was uh, one of the Road Warriors to draws, so oh, that's a good point too. But by '98, they were they were shit. It's fair. Um, however, <laughs> this was a Thunder Special Squash. However, Sid and Rick Steiner come out. Sid power bombs two members and then choke slams the other. Has uh, Sid has Charles make um, the pinfall on two. Yep. Sid I, then cuts another promo. Yeah. Uh, Sid says uh, he's having fun with all these. Uh, he, he's having fun with all these guys, so that's why he. It wasn't fair. Sorry, that's why he brought out Rick Steiner with him. Uh, Rick's gonna be on his side. Sid Sid thinks that uh, he's in the fifties, so he wants to get another one. So he power bombs and has Charles Robinson make the pin one more time. Uh, Rick wants to know which member of the revolution wants to come out, but nobody does. Uh, so then Sid powerbombs another one and makes Charles uh, make the pin again. As Rick uh, Steiner is yelling, where's Hogan? Um, Rick points at all three of the jobbers, and he says, that's Hogan, that's Sting, and that's Goldberg. There were small, minute parts of the promo I liked, but it went on too long. Mm-hmm. And my God, you can definitely tell Nash was the was the uh, charisma. 
of the, in terms of Mike Wise, of the three. That's why they didn't Ooh. really talk much. Ooh. They were just kind of there. <laughs> Damn. We get a promo from the Revolution. Oh, great. Yep. Um, Douglas says that people are shaking in their boots because once they all got together three weeks ago. Mm. Nope. No, no. Douglas says, you want a revolution? You got one? So, like, what if we don't want you in it? Uh, However, Saturn accepts Steiner's challenge. So, Saturn's going to go for the TV title night. And their new catchphrase, out with the evolution, in with the revolution. Uh, That's going to be a no for me, dog. That's uh, We good, fam. Yeah? Okay. Speaking of Monday night... Uh, we get a good old boys trailer promo, and it's the ending in the music video. <sighs> now here I got this week in WCW Motorsports. Ooh. Where Ricky Rackman is, is back to life and says, you can't imagine the electricity and the excitement here. It's packed, it's crowded, it's loud, and it's a Thursday afternoon. Direct quote. Uh, this <laughs> week... <laughs> On Saturday, you can meet Vampiro at the at the uh, whatever raceway they're going to be at, and on Sunday you can meet Raven. Was that his final appearance for WCW? Maybe, unless he walked. Probably. Uh, and there you go. <laughs> Ouch. Quite the way to go out. So, <laughs> was it? Remember when he was at the at, uh, was it the hip hop concert or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, like Boy. sitting in the park, like what the fuck am I doing? Here? Yeah, I really don't like <laughs> this, but I'm here. <laughs> like of all the people on your roster, that's who you pinpointed to bring to the hip hop party. Hey, you know we got we K- need Raven, Raven, K Dog, uh, Van Hammer, Raven. Yeah, that was three. That sounds to me like a decision made by a vice president corporate team that still thinks Kiss is relevant. Yes, sir. Yep. Let's see if this title is still relevant as it's a cruiserweight championship. Lenny Lane with his brother, Lodi, versus Ray Mysterio Not according to Ray Mysterio. Oh, oh, yeah. So Lodi gets the mic, but Ray grabs the mic away from him and says, uh, Lenny's been begging for a title match, so he accepts it if Lenny tells his boyfriend to leave the ring and go up the, and I quote, Hershey Highway and back to the funny farm. I believe uh, somebody said Hershey Highway <laughs> while we were watching AEW's Full Gear. And I was like, I just heard that this morning. Yep. It's funny, guys, because he's gay. It's funny. In 1999, where homophobia is still laughable. <sighs> <laughs> You're gay. Hershey Highway. Poop shoot. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Oh, Jesus. Yep, uh, Lenny goes to the top turnbuckle and falls backwards into reverse a reverse atomic drop. Lenny starts jumping in pain and then jumps into the corner where the ref is, and then the, he jumps into the ref, and the ref freaks out. Like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, no! Not because gay people are sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lodi runs around and tries to help Lenny. Lenny holds Ray in the corner. Lodi runs at Ray, but Ray moves, so Lodi... Then tries to throw load. Lenny tries to throw Lodi over the top rope, but gets stuck. And then Lenny turns around and he's face and taint. <laughs> because they're gay. <laughs> they like to suck cock and play with ass. Uh, Ray then rolls up Lenny, but Lenny kicks out, and Ray hits heads with Lodi. And then Lenny rolls up Ray for the one, two, three. So you're new. Cruise, WCW Cruiserweight Champion 
Lenny Lane. I've been waiting to hear your guys' takes on this for two months. I knew this was coming. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Uh, you know why? I'm not, because the the, the gay baiting is going to be insufferable. On so, uh, let's, let's unpack this a little bit. The match itself, actually not bad. Um, they both can work. So I read... So I read I was reading a review about this Thunder specifically for I, uh, reasons. I don't even know why. And the whoever wrote it mentioned the fact that sort of like Disco, uh, Lenny is more than serviceable in the ring, but his gimmick doesn't allow people to see that. Yeah. Um, well, he can go. I'm okay with it because Ray doesn't fucking defend that belt anyways, and so the Cruiserweights are doing fuck all. Uh-huh. They might as well put it on somebody who they're actually... You can hate the storyline, and it... Fucking sucks. They're doing something with Lenny. Yep. Ray oh, is right. a non-factor in the cruiserweight division. I'm totally okay with the title change. I'm okay with it too. Yeah. Uh, I agree with Booble <laughs> that the fact of Ray's been joining the hanging been out tag with teams for nine months. He's been with the, with a co- with Conan Kidman. When was the last time he actually defended it? Uh, there's uh, on. Uh, Heat on uh, Thunder here. I know, but I totally agree that Ray has not. Def- I think he defended the title like once in the past couple months. Like maybe he doesn't even carry it usually. I just yeah, yeah, and I agree. Just get the title off him because he's hanging out with Conan, the filthy animals of Conan. Uh, if Conan's around, uh, Kidman and uh, Eddie. The only thing that I thought was odd about it is that it happened on a Thunder. Uh, yeah, which I will uh, bring up later. Okay. This is weird. So it's, I do see, I do see trouble though with the gimmick. Oh, uh, being on TV I mean, so much. So that's why I was like, mm, I'm I not am sure if I'd have pulled this plug. shocked they are still allowed to do it on TV. To be, I know they have because it's severely you know, it's, toned it down. Yeah. I get that. Well, they're brothers now, you know but what I mean? to still not when you say ride the Hershey Highway. Now they're now it's Fuck. gay incest. All right, yeah, yeah. that's. Vince is like, God damn, pal. I told, I told, get these guys over here. I told a guy at work about this. I told a guy at work about the storyline. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, they were uh, portrayed as two gay men, but then they went, we can't do that. So now they're two Two brothers, two gay brothers with each other. Like, that's better? Right. Yes. Uh, that was Nash fucking with him. Fine, we'll just make him brothers, gay yeah. brothers. And he's like the only one who gets it. He's like, yeah. ah. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Kidman and Eddie do come down and try and tell the ref, but the ref wasn't having any of this. The only thing about that, God damn, that was a white shirt Kidman was wearing. Blinded oh. me by, Woo! I was blinded it by did. science. Blinded by the white of his shirt. Yes, sir. Let's go to our next match for the WCW Tag Team Championships. Harlem Heat versus Horace and Scott Norton. Why? Every time I hear the music now. Fucking why? I get a little sad. <laughs> There's a spot in this match where uh, Booker T hits a double clothesline on the men, and then he falls right in front of Stevie Ray, and this is when he's been in the match for a while. And I'm like, he starts looking to see where he to tag Stevie, and Stevie's right there. I was kind of hoping he would go to the farthest corner. But he never did. He started to. He, he started, started to. He he recovered well. He was too yeah. close to the to the corner. Yeah. And knowing that, without looking, he went a step this way, and then like oh, and then so he recovered well. Yeah. I clearly the NWO was dead. Oh, yeah. There is no reason this match should have been competitive. And they're like, I mean, not even picking, a little bit. They're picking off members one at a time. 
Stevie Ray left. Brian Adams left. Yep. Norton's got one and a half legs in Japan. Mm-hmm. Like, just go all the way and finish it. You're done just, to Vincent and Horace. Just done. That's not even a tag team, let alone a group. Uh, <sighs> uh, Booker T does drop kick, uh, do the top rope drop kick to Horace to allow Stevie Ray to get the pin. Then we had a promo. I guess we can call this the shank of the hour since it's before the main event. Mean Jeans in the ring, and guess who he gets to interview? The First Family. My God. Wow, the priorities between Nitro and Thunder are staggering, aren't they? Uh, Jimmy Hart with Brian Nobbs, Hugh Morse, Jerry Flynn, and the Barbarian. His name is Humorous. That's quite the, the ensemble Jimmy Hart has there. They get a kind of promo in the ring, but mm-hmm. Rick Steiner, the TV champ, gets ramp duty. Well, the key is they want to keep Rick Steiner as far away from the public as possible, which we'll get to later. Yeah. Probably in their best interests. <laughs> uh, Jimmy says that it's their time. The family is the president, and they want to take the titles off Harlem Heat. So if you're the president, and I think I believe we said he's the, the future, we're really saying that when it's Brian Nobbs, who's been in, how long, ha- how long has he been wrestling now? Uh, since 85. Okay, so 14 years. Uh, we have the Barbarian. Since 83. 16 years. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's 30 years combined. With those two. With those two. And I get Jerry Flynn. Five new, six. Yeah, new-ish kind of. And Hugh Morris. Humor, Hugh Morris. About 90, 91. Really? Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, wow. So nine years, eight years. So yeah, you, you, you're going to go around 40 years. Jimmy 50. Hart, 55 years. Yeah, they're all himself. veterans. Yeah, they're all vets. Yeah. They're not the present or future. <laughs> Um, Anybody but, looking at Brian Nobbs and going, this is the present, needs to be shot on sight. Damn right. However, we get to, uh, they get to let almost all of them talk. Uh, Jerry Flynn says, if you don't know who we are, you will soon enough. We know who you are. Uh, Hugh uh, says the, that they're brothers and uh, that Harlem Heat are brothers that split and re- reunited. The first family, we won't break up. And then Barbarian, we will eat you for lunch. That's what he put. And then Brian, uh, the Knobs like, Revolution, you ain't shit. Uh, Knobs challenges Harlem Heat to a title match next week. So it would be Brian Knobs and Humorous versus Harlem Heat next Thunder. For the titles. For the titles. Mm, we'll see. Um, wow. And wow, a first family revolution feud. Can't wait. What we've all been what we've all been asking. You know what we want? I want humorous or Jerry Flynn versus Shane Douglas. Yes, give me that. (laughs) I I was personally hoping for Brian Nobbs versus Shane Douglas. That too. If you want to start low, we can put them. We can put them all on there. (laughs) So I was like, "What am I doing in this fucking (laughs) feud?" I'm the U.S. champ, but not like I have to go murder my family later. It's ridiculous. Let's move on to our main event. No pyro this week for that. That was a little sad. Lubbock. Yeah, they don't deserve it. For the TV titles, title match, it's Saturn versus Rick Steiner. I mean, theoretically, yes, please. Two stiff dudes going to so, get uh, on each other. Joe? Yeah. You want to throw your drink at Rick Steiner as he walks by you? No. Is that no. a good decision? No. I'd ask him if he wanted a drink. That, uh... Like, dude is lucky that he just had security remove him and not beat the fuck out of him where he stood. Yep. That is a bold move, sir. I would not have gone that route. <laughs> not dude. At not at all. 
What? It, nope. What is it about the Steiners? Because even like before, like the the character switch, they get like weird natural heat with people. What is it about them? Liquid courage from alcohol. Like sometimes when you get a little too much of the old beer in you or any alcohol, you see the tough guys, and those are the ones you think you can take. Oh, I can take him. You don't look at fucking Vincent. God, you look at God Scott Steiner and go, oh, I can take him. He ain't that bad. That guy, I can kick his ass. The, you're wrong, but that's the thought process. I want to watch you get knocked out. If Rick <laughs> was drunk and you were sober, you're still not winning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have an all-star shoot team in my head. Yeah. And I have for years of the wrestlers who you absolutely would not do that to. It's yeah. like a starting five in basketball. Glacier. I uh, know it's 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 Brock Lesnar. Yep. It's Ming. Yep. It's Randy Savage mm-hmm. and both Steiners. Yep. You just don't do it. Mm-mm. Fucking don't do it. Bad things are going to happen to you. Uh, for this match, it was a back and forth match. Uh, Thunder special. Uh, Saturn and uh, uh, Saturn get Steiner. Uh, st- Saturn gets Steiner with a standing sidekick. Sid then comes down. Sid throws Saturn off the top rope into a belly belly suplex. Benoit comes out and makes the save. Benoit, uh, that, that rings the bell. Benoit gets the mic and challenges them to a tag match for next week. Sid and Rick uh, talk trash and then they put their, uh, then they head to the ring. Saturn and Benoit fight them off. Sid says that there will be two more for the record next week. And Goldberg. This is going to be another one for Sid, and that's enough. So that was this week's Thunder. I have thoughts. Go ahead. Um, first off, this was a pretty decent Thunder. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, I don't know what about this week made them decide to all of a sudden, hey, we can just continue Nitro storylines on Thunder. That's the thing we can do. And then also set up and announce two matches for next week's Thunder. Yeah, they forgot about doing that after like the first month of Thunder. They ran this like a show they cared about. Yep. I think it helps that it's the live week. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes it easier to, to your point, makes it easier to set up for the next week. You're yeah, doing you it in Film it later. Minutes. Yeah. So, um, you know. It was weird. Uh, my other thought was about Sid. Uh, I didn't like that he did this on Nitro. I thought it was boring. Um, it's super boring now on Thunder. You see it twice. Um, when he started on Nitro, the whole point was that he wanted the belt. He wanted Hogan. Yeah. Now it is flipped to he, he's doing it because he wants Goldberg. Yeah. I have an idea, and I want to see what you guys think about it. What if on Nitro, instead of announcing Sid versus Hogan, they announce Sting versus Hogan? Yes, there's no build-up, but in the end, the matches are going to finish anyway, so it doesn't matter. You have Sid do the exact same stuff he did on Nitro, and at the end of the night, he comes out, powerbombs Sid, or powerbombs Hogan, powerbombs Sting, says, I want what is mine. Fade to black. Thunder, he does this again. Halfway through the show, Hogan, not live because it's Hogan, can pre-tape something. He can phone it in. And say, I'm tired of you doing this, brother, me and you, in Vegas, on Nitro for the belt. It's only three days notice, but fuck, they've done it with Goldberg and Hogan. Why not? So that way, um, 
you don't have to switch in 72 hours to a Goldberg storyline, and you can have that storyline start next week after you've built up a match between Sid and Hogan, which at this point, if Sid's going to beat Sting on pay-per-view, is a bigger match in their eyes. You're not wrong, and they could have easily done it, and it would have worked probably better than what they did, yeah, easily. My only guess is that, A, it was always about Goldberg, and they just kind of, for one night, flipped it to I want Hogan's belt. And number two, their creative plans going forward into the next month. Uh, that's my guess. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, that would have that would have been just as effective and probably more effective, actually. And it's, when it's funny, too. like It works, but it's like it's your typical WCW 99 so far that for one night only the a guy that's starting a feud with somebody is going with somebody else for one night only but it makes no sense to how about the fact that they've given us two Hogan and Sid matches mm-hmm. on Nitro which is weird that's, already that should be a pay-per-view match that should be a pay-per-view match it was only done once in WWF and it was Wrestlemania's main event yeah you could have built that up for Halloween Havoc or something you know what I mean but, okay. And it was a, a main event in Colorado Springs on a Nitro. And God remembers the month ago where it was. Fucking somewhere. Um, but yeah, no, that's weird. But then again, they're giving us Hogan and Sting on Nitro. Um, but then I, I, I think they did it this way because they've been playing these smaller buildings. But they're back to the MGM Grand next week in Vegas, a big town for them. Yeah. And I think they wanted Hogan Sting on that to try to one get butts in the seats and two get people to watch because next week they're also going up against the live raw after SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. So so they got guns blaring on them. To do that though if they had thought about it um they could have had the Hogan Sid match and then even as a co-main or a main event for the first hour announce Goldberg's thing. Yeah, I think they could have could have done There's that. Lots yeah. of good shit they're not doing. Yeah, but instead they're getting us Shane Douglas cutting promos. So yeah. well, perfect. That's why I tune in. So, That's why I tune in. So let's go to our favorite part of the show. It's Corey's high point, low point, extra point. Jets owner for the final time. Let's see high point. Oh, uh, this wasn't pretty good thunder. Uh, there was actually storyline development, a title change, um, issues with wrestlers instead of just random matches. Mm-hmm. Low point, Shane Douglas. Yeah, revolution period. It, 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 is Shane Douglas gonna be like the David Flair to you? Like he's on my screen. Fuck him. It's starting that way. I, it might improve in time, but it's starting that way. I am already out of revolution. Already I'm, out. I'm a heart out. <laughs> and then my extra point. Oh, title change on Thunder. Yeah, you just don't see that in mid '99. Um, was the last one? Probably a cruiserweight uh, change in like. Uh, no, you know what? Take that back. Wasn't there? When when Hart and Luger traded the U.S. title back and forth in August '98, I think one of them was on Thunder. So about a year, hmm. about a year, because they just don't care about Thunder. Isn't it weird that we all were like, oh, "We're okay with Lenny getting it," yeah. which is a weird sentence to say. But you know what? They also don't care about Saturday night. WCW Saturday night. <laughs> ah, this was actually filmed before Thunder, oh. the next night after Nitro. Oh God. Oh, I'm so, sorry. Uh, oh, there's. Jesus. There's some continuity issues here. Uh, one, but we start off strong for me. Harlem Heat defeats Beautiful Bobby and Barry Darso. Solid tag team match. Although Stevie Ray calls Bobby Eaton a fruit booty. Hmm. Then, maybe my favorite part of WCW this week period. It's probably only going to be me that gets it. Because I am an old music aficionado. 
But the cat, who loves all things soul, yep. taking on Al Green. <laughs> That's fantastic. And he thinks it's the Reverend Al Green. That's fantastic. God He's, damn it. He is overjoyed. He makes Sonny Ono sing Let's Stay Together in the Ring. That's, That's awesome. And then when Al Green comes out, the cat is pissed. I mean, he throws a royal hissy fit. You're not the Reverend Al Green. Who the hell is this guy? That's amazing. That, that's, that's awesome. It was good TV. Trust that's, me. That's amazing. He was so happy. He beats him, of course. Of course. Good hope. Brian Nobbs defeated La Parca. That's rude, first I of know, all. right? The chairman, the sir. Perry Saturn defeated Mikey Whipwreck in an ECW alum match. Okay. Scott Flash Norton defeated Dave Burkhead. Why is it my Ro- Mikey Whipwreck in fucking Revolution? Why is it Shane Goddamn Douglas? Right. Well, Mikey Whipwreck is pay-per-view. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Uh, in between the knobs and Saturn matches, they showed Rey Mysterio versus uh, uh, Lenny from Thunder in full. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, you know, I guess watch that twice. I fast forwarded. <laughs> However, the next match, Rey Mysterio Jr. defeated Silver King. They had to do some fancy editing because this was a cruiserweight title match. Awesome. Which Ooh, tells me awesome. they didn't plan on changing that title to the last second during Thunder. Ooh, that's awesome. So they both started off in the ring with no intros. The bell immediately rings. They have the match. And then as soon as he gets the pin, they go to commercial consideration paid for by the following. Amazing. So you don't see the belt at all. That's Ooh. awesome. That is awesome. Yes. No, and no way did they say, like, well, this is a cruiserweight. No, nope. didn't oh, mention awesome. anything. Awesome. I'm sure they did. Okay. They uh, just redid it. They just yeah. redid it. <laughs> and I had a, and it was uh, the living legend Larry Zabisco and Scott Hudson this week on Saturday night. Ooh. Ooh. Sorry, Scott. Bobby Duncombe Jr., Barry and Kendall Wyndham in a six man tag defeated maybe my least favorite tag team of all time. Kenny Chaos, Scotty Riggs, and Scott Putzke. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, that team would lose that job or team on Thunder. Yes, it was terrible. That was amazing. Look, Hitman defeated Kaz Hayashi in a nice little Ooh, fucking match. Fuck yeah. And in the main event, a United States title match. Chris Benoit defeats Psychosis. Nice. It was actually not a bad Saturday night. Besides that six-man? Yeah, the six-man. So you said... They filmed this before Thunder. Yes. Do they have their own set? Yes. No, I mean, I mean, it was filmed a, two the days day before. before. Oh, okay. Nitro was on Monday. Then they taped Saturday night on Tuesday. I got gotcha. you. And then Thursday was the last. I was like, are they like tearing shit down and be like, in, like are people sit there for four hours waiting for sets to be built? No, that's what the fuck not. Happening? That's, that's not that's, until the fall of two thousand when they start taping Thunder immediately after Nitro. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. four hour tapings <laughs> during that time. No. <laughs> and, or like find that out in the fall, yeah. yeah. No. So all in all, that's not a bad week for me. Saturday night was even enjoyable. It was, a, yeah, it was an easy watch. Yeah. Interesting. I do without Brian Knobs beating La Parca, but you know what I mean. What are you going to do about it, right? You know, a racist fucking company. <laughs> so this brings an end to the final Thundercast. Yep. You keep saying that. Well, we're not done watching Thunder. Say what? So it's like a heat situation. Well, no, it's actually Thunder, Thunder is still on the network. No, heat's not. So I'm sorry. So starting next week, WWF is coming out with their Thursday show, uh-huh. SmackDown. Say what? So 
since we're doing the Monday Night War Stories, why shouldn't we do the, do the Midweek War Stories? I like it. As we will be doing Thunder and SmackDown as one show. So the things we do on the war, Monday Night War Stories, we're doing the same on the Midweek. Renegade jokes. Yes. Fuck yeah. A lot of them. We got the award <laughs> show. A lot of already them. dead? Huh? Isn't he already dead? Yes, he is. So he fits in with Thunder. It's a blast. <laughs> it's a heat seeker so to your ears, folks. Well, that's how it's going to be, right? <laughs> it's a heat yeah. seeker. So we'll be doing the award show. Maybe we'll stick with Corey's high point, low point, next point. We don't no. know. No? Nah. We're done? Because it's just okay. like the war stories now. But we will continue the Saturday night. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I get a feeling during the Rooster era, that shit's going to be bonkers. <laughs> I can't it's going to turn into Sunday night. I can't, I can't wait. wait. I can't wait for those weeks of... Guys, you need to watch Saturday night for the show for the for the show. <laughs> find it on Daily Motion. Do whatever yeah. you gotta do. To find it. God damn it. So starting next week here at No So Entertainment, we will be doing the midweek. So what you're stories. saying is next week. Holy fuck did they start a, a terrible time to start this? We have the pay-per-view war stories, yep. SummerSlam 99. Guys, it's an out-of-body experience. <laughs> then we have the Monday Night War Stories. Yep. Where Raw and Nitro go head-to-head. I keep feeling it's going to be a pretty big night for them. And then the midweek war stories were Thunder and SmackDown will go head-to-head. I wonder if they're going to tell us what channel SmackDown's going to be on by next Check week. Check your listeners. I sure hope so. You don't worry about that. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully next week we, have, we find out when, because it's going to be shitty when we do the Thunder. And like, guys, how was SmackDown? One of us watched it. <laughs> it was somewhere. So we're going to find out next week how Thunder goes one-on-one with I, SmackDown. Lucky for you guys, in honesty, I figured it out. It's on UPN. Oh, is it? Yeah. Ooh, okay. However, if you, if you don't have UPN, and this was all the way up through like 2005, if you didn't have a UPN in your local area, which a lot of the country did not, uh, SmackDown would be aired kind of like in a syndication thing on like Fox channels at like 11 o'clock at night on a Saturday, maybe 2.30 in the morning on a Sunday. Fantastic. Just wherever the fuck it could get on. Mm. I, everywhere I lived, I had UPN. I did, I did too. I lived here. And, yeah. and we had UPN. So yeah. lucky for us. I know uh, there's another podcaster I listened to for years. Uh, he lives in, in the suburbs of Atlanta. And they'd never had UPN. Ouch. Uh, he didn't watch an episode of SmackDown Live until um, the CW. That's like late That's 2006. Yeah. So seven years in, he finally got to see a SmackDown. All right. So in the suburbs of Atlanta. Yeah. Brother. They hate Moesha, I guess. Well, that makes sense, actually, except we're not now. <laughs> so next week, we start the midweek war stories. You can listen to all of our podcasts, the, th- the ones that Corey just said, at com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs>